Welcome everybody, welcome listener to Popcorn Saga. Joining me as we try and avoid obliteration by the snap of Thanos' fingers <laughs> is two children of Thanos himself, Tiff, Obsidian, and Proxima James Knight. Tiff's Hello. Proxima Midnight. Who, who, which one's that? So Proxima that... Midnight is the chick. Oh, who's God. The, who's, yeah. who's the ugly motherfucker? That's Corvus Glaive. With, sorry, that's not. That's Cull Obsidian, I think. That's you. That's me. Okay. <laughs> and then Corvus Glaive is the guy that runs in the background. I, I think so, anyway. I think I got that right. He's the one that looks like a cricket's vagina. Yeah, he's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> a cricket's vagina. Mm-hmm. So we are talking about Infinity War. And... Oh, just, it's come around so quick, just doing this massive chronological rewatch. Mm. All of yeah. a sudden, Thanos is up in our faces. Else so, to the yeah. end. Um, yeah, James, tell us a bit about, you know, the critical acclaim of this movie when it came out in 2018. Was a massive, uh, in terms of critical anyway. I mean, it only got uh, 85% Rotten Tomatoes, not much higher than that. And uh, critics never really rate superhero movies that highly. I think that's just a common denominator here is that superhero movies don't generally do well with critics. You see that with the Oscars as well. And it grossed $2 billion worldwide. Yeah. Wow. Huge sum of money. That's crazy. Yeah. I remember going into this film, obviously excited with an Odin boner. Yeah. But just wondering how in the blue hell... <laughs> Are they going to get all these superheroes on screen? Yeah, and give them equal screen time as well, I think was a massive challenge coming into this, trying to work out who's going to get a a lot of time, who's going to get less time, and Mm. who's going to get a good role of green. So let's go for it and see if they accomplish that goal. So deep in space, the Statesman has been attacked by the Sanctuary 2, the the Statesman being Thanos' massive ship. Yep. Yep, and Sanctuary 2, the ship. Sorry, Sanctuary 2 is the ship. Yeah, Statesman's what Thor's on and all the Asgardians. Statesman's carrying the refugees. Yeah. And it's protected by Sanctuary 2, the ship of Thanos. Half of its passengers have been killed by the Black Order, the children of Thanos, James and Tiv. One of them, (laughs) Ebony Moore, announces the survivors should rejoice. Ah, so Ebony Moore is Cricket Vagina. Yes, he's a screwed away. Okay, not Carl Obsidian. I don't know. Like, Carl Obsidian's the big dude. Oh, okay. He's like cool, but not. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, kind of like their version of the Hulk. Need the big muscle, didn't you? Yeah, he wishes he was cool. <laughs> uh, he announces the survivors should rejoice in their defeat by Thanos. With Heimdall and Thor unable to even stand, Loki is brought before Thanos himself. Thor, Heimdall, and Loki soon find out that Thanos, wielding the Infinity Gauntlet, already accommodating the Power Stone, had begun his quest to hunting down the Infinity Stones personally. So off screen, he went to the planet from the first Guardians to get the Power Stone. Xandar. Xandar, yeah. So I correctly what... called it Nova on the last podcast, and I want to apologise to all the listeners for that. Xandar. Okay. <laughs> Didn't even know that, but okay. Yeah. hasn't got like, Nova Corpse on it or something. It's got the Nova Corpse on it, yeah. So it was yeah. it, it, easy mistake. You was in the right galaxy, <laughs> ballpark, planet, you know. It's fine. 
and we are introduced to Thanos like within two minutes. Marvel mm. f- finally gave us the villain we wanted. Yeah, the villain we've been waiting for since Avengers One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had little tasters and stuff, and they were taken away from us too soon. Yeah, we had the dude from Iron Man Two. What was his name again? Justin Hammer, Arnie Hammer. Yeah. Boo. Boo. So Thanos is straight in, dropping the lyrics, <laughs> and he's t- he does his he knows what it's like to lose speech. Finishing off by saying, "Destiny arrives all the same, and now it's here." Or should I say, "I am." So that's the moment where he, that's kind yeah. of like the where he breaks through the uh, the curtain and he's at the top of the ramp. But... Well, this is like his field, though, isn't it? Because like mm. even the beginning, um, I noticed uh, that you know, like the beginning sequence, and it's usually mm. like the Marvel music, the dun 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 dun, that gets you all pumped. None of well, that. this none of that. You just get like that somber, like doom, like dulcet tone music. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, like his that whole his introduction is is awesome. Yeah, from the off, they're on the back foot. The stakes are high, and you feel that they're in trouble. Yeah, definitely. Thanos demands that Loki hand over the tesseract, which he had stolen from Odin's treasure room, which we saw a glimpse of in the previous movie Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And he threatens to kill Thor if he doesn't comply. Loki initially hesitates, to which Thanos responds by torturing Thor with the power stone. Ow, just because he can. It did look yeah. painful, though. It's like a really bad migraine, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to get some solubles in him, you know? And the ones you drop, mm. in the, ones you drop in the glass that make you gag a bit. <laughs> oh, they're disgusting. Yeah, right. Eventually, Loki can no longer see his brother suffer and reveals the Tesseract, which he had retrieved from Odin's vault, vault prior to Asgard's destruction. Much to Thor's disappointment, he says, you really are the worst brother. <laughs> He's getting a power stone headache. However, Loki doesn't hand it over and buys sufficient time for Hulk to attack. So that's when he says, We have a Hulk. Love that little callback as well. Yep. Yeah. And he attacks Thanos, and Thor is released from Thanos' grasp. Unfortunately, Thanos quickly overpowers and subdues Hulk. At first, Hulk gets some of his shit in. Gets some good looks in. Yeah. Yeah, he gets a few hits, but short lived. Yeah, and again, so how do you establish Thanos off the bat? You throw in the strongest Avenger. Yeah. And he smashes the granny out of him. He's having some fun with him, wasn't he? Playing with him. Yeah, yeah. Thor attempts to fight Thanos, only to be quickly defeated and immobilised in pieces of metals by Moore. With the statesman surviving members helpless against the power of Thanos, Heimdall saves the Hulk's life by summoning in the power of the Bifrost, or was it bit yeah by frost i quit calling it bit frost in the last episode i <laughs> apologize the last time and teleporting to earth safe from harm and then obviously in he pays for that yeah yeah thanos kills heimdall can we have a moment for our man idris <laughs> ask megan and ari heimdall dead leaving that was thor, sad even thor in anguish after this, the Tesseract, which had been left on the floor, is handed over to Thanos by Moore. Moore is a good right-hand man. I mean... He is. I like him. Yeah. yeah. Thanos can rely on that dude. <laughs> he's, and he probably has to be the wingman as well because he's not getting no purple punani. 
<laughs> Thanos crushes the Tesseract and inserts the Space Stone within to his gauntlet. Now in possession of two stones, Thanos orders his children to invade Earth and retrieve both the Mind Stone and the Time Stone. Loki then interrupts by pretending to pledge his loyalty to Thanos. As he does so, he commits a bold yet fatal action, trying to kill Thanos with a dagger. Oh, Loki. So then Thanos sees through the attempt and grabs him by the neck and basically breaks his neck and his eyes like bulge out his head. He squeezes him. He goes all blue. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's nice. It's so hard to watch, isn't it? It really yeah. is, and the way that his like neck clicks like a like a can popping off. Yeah, because he does it. He ki- like he kills him slowly. Like he yeah. slowly crushes his neck, and it's just oh, it's awful. And he tr- he says to Thanos, "You will never be a god," but he says there's no resurrection this time or something, doesn't he? And it's pretty brutal yeah. death for Loki. Mm. Says to feel off right, definitely powerful mm-hmm. moment. Let's have a moment for the OG decent villain, Loki. Mr. Hiddleston. Yeah, Loki's properly dead. Like, Yeah. How about that for an introduction? Oh, I know, within like the first five minutes, you lose two people. And it's, yeah, it, it does like what you said, Jay. It just sets the film up. It's like, yeah, I'm here, bitches. Yeah, yeah. there's, there's no I, coming back from that. And I am playing. He's coming and he doesn't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Meanwhile, on Earth, Hulk crashes into the New York Sanctum. The Sanctum of Doctor Strange. Via the Bifrost and turns back into Bruce Banner, informing Doctor Strange and Wong about Thanos. Now, before I read on, listener, if you're still with us, there could be a chance of Doctor Strange redemption in this episode. But stay tuned to find out. Strange and Banner find Tony Stark, who is having a date with Pepper Potts. It's Pepper. When's hmm. the last time we saw Pepper? Wearing the uh, Iron Man suit in Iron Man 3. Oh, no, Homecoming. Yeah, it's yeah, she had a little bit at the end, didn't she? Yeah. Still cool to see her back. It was nice. Because obviously, like, these are all of the moments that, that this film is just fans, well, partly fan service as well. And you wanted to see everyone involved. So it's nice that they did get everyone involved, even little ones like, as you say, Pepper. The pepper one is good because it plants mm. the seed with Tony's dream for Endgame and stuff. Yep. And then out of nowhere, we get a little sparkler circle and Strange says, you got to come with me. And Banner turns out. It was cool them two seeing each other again. Yeah. Yeah. The bromance is back. <laughs> the original. <laughs> yeah, and then Banner seems to go a bit downhill after Tony leaves him on Earth anyway. <clears throat> Strange, Wong, Banner and Stark discuss the Infinity Stones, eventually surmising that Thanos is looking for both the Time Stone held in the Eye of Agamotto, which is Doctor Strange's necklace, mm-hmm. and the Mind Stone, which is in Vision's forehead. I love that bit as well where um, you just see Tony and he just looks up and he's like, tell me his name again. Uh, yeah. That was cool. That was a cool moment. Yeah, and Bruce is like, it's Thanos, Tony. He wants yeah. to come Stan- to New York. And, and he's coming. Back. New York, that was all him. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, tell me about the deleted scene with your boy in it. Yeah, there's a very funny deleted scene with Happy Hogan where he's doing security, he comes up on a golf cart and he's going mental about how everyone's trying to find out about the wedding and (laughs) trying to get pictures and then he starts chasing down the paparazzi member. (laughs) It's really funny. (laughs) 
Okay. If you get a second, go and look on that on YouTube. It's really funny. And I wish I, I kind of wish they'd put it in because it just would have been nice. But I wouldn't though, have MVP'd him. I wouldn't. I was, so I was I just going to say, even though it's not in there, you, you're going to MVP him now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I said, it cannot be your MVP. It wasn't in the original. No. Uh, no. MVP, I'm king of the loophole. Even I can't make that happen. It wasn't in no. the theatrical release. Your MVP can be whoever you want. <laughs> Doctor Strange has been studying for a few years since his solo movie, and he's considered one of the more powerful characters. Yeah. Obviously, we haven't seen a lot of him since his movie. He was in Ragnarok. Okay, cool. And yeah, the Incredible Hulk crashing into the Stranger's Sanctum. That's a nod to the comic book. Even I knew that. Hmm. Where it's actually the Silver Surfer crashes through uh, the window to warn of Thanos, not Bruce Banner. But we haven't had any Silver Surfer. No, they hadn't quite tied up that deal just yet. <laughs> right. Banner insists that Thanos is the most formidable enemy they have ever faced. And he will wipe out half the universe if he completes the Infinity Gauntlet. Stark suggests they destroy the Time Stone since they've got it in hand, but Strange refuses as he and Wong have pledged to protect it with their lives. So, everyone knows I've had beef with Strange and that movie Strange, and <laughs> some people on Instagram have not been happy that I don't like Doctor Strange. First of all, it's okay to disagree. It's a movie. These <laughs> things are subjective. And we explained in the last episode that they needed to establish Strange as a powerful character but it doesn't go down well with me because i'm kind of like who is this guy and even though we did give strange some stick and he got a bad rating i much prefer doing this podcast when it's a film we enjoy so in saying that i like dr strange in this movie and he needed tony stark even though he gives Stark some bant, Stark always has a comeback. And I don't know, just having him next to Stark made me like him. And obviously, yeah, it's the only effect. Yeah, later on in the movie, Strange does some redeeming things that grounds his character and makes him less arrogant, etc. Well, yeah, I think we said during the recording of that, and and while we were talking about it, well, I said it anyway. It feels more like a Doctor Strange film their first Doctor Strange film. This is this is fully fledged Doctor Strange. This is the guy that we know from the comics. This is him on top of his powers. So yeah. you could tell that he is pulls apart as a character and obviously the, you can see the journey that he's obviously gone through to be where he is now. Yeah, and the, they've got a common goal and even though him and Stark are contrasting characters, I don't know, I feel like Stark makes people work. Or Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah, Robert Downey Jr. makes everybody work. Yeah, I think that's yeah. just the, the fact that we have to take from that. They have to up their game. Like, yeah. Good and proper. Yeah. You, you yeah. got you got to come get up early if you're going to catch Tony out. You got to definitely. Yes. <laughs> Stark admits that he's lost track of Vision, even though he knows he has. Well, he's got a bedroom at Avengers headquarters, but he doesn't know where Vision is. Hmm. He brings Banner up to date of everything that's happened to Earth. The adventures have disbanded. Him and Steve Rogers don't talk anymore. Uh, Banner implores Stark to call Rogers, insisting whatever happened to him doesn't matter. Convinced, Stark takes out the phone Rogers sent him in Civil War and prepares to make the call. 
So he's about to make that call to Cap. He's about to take that step. So yeah. we've got no other choice now. We have to go back. Come together. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of hard what happens directly afterwards as well. Yeah, but I felt that moment more than mm. first time round because obviously I was watching it more sporadically and I'd only seen the Civil War once at the time. But now it's like that tension between Rogers and Stark is real. Yeah. yeah. Even though it's been a hot minute since we've seen them. <laughs> and he was willing to let that all go to make the call as well. I think that shows his character journey as well. That he's like grown up. So. Yeah, that he's willing and to he re- let it all go. Realizes, for the greater good. And he realises that, you know, Thanos, is, like, there is no other way. Like, Thanos yeah. is the big, like, he changes everything. You know, you've got to let that shit go. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, before he can call Mr. Rogers... An ominous hum rings in the air, accompanied by a change in airflow. A massive ring-shaped Q-ship hovers above New York City, causing panic in the streets. Strange manages to shut the ship's engine off as Ebony Moore and another of Thanos' children, the hulking Carl Obsidian, approach them. While Strange, Stark and Wong Banner confront the invaders, the Q-ship is witnessed by Peter Parker, who gets his... Fits his Peter to yeah. spidey senses. And uh, he asks, uh, oh, what's his power called? Ned. Ned. Why do I think <laughs> his names? I love Ned. He asks Ned to call his distraction, but he doesn't really need to. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's just overwhelmed <laughs> by the situation. We're all <laughs> like, going to die. Oh, and then Stanley as well. Yeah, he's like, oh, have you never seen any uh, spaceship before? Yeah, <laughs> good old Stanley. A turbulent battle erupts in the streets, but Banner finds himself unable to transform into Hulk despite his best attempts. Ugh. Hulk doesn't make an appearance in this movie. No. The assumption is he's embarrassed by beating up by Thanos. Yeah, he's been humbled by Thanos in a fight, so uh, he can't come out because he's lost his lost face, essentially. Yeah, And... We never get an explanation for that. No. Not a proper one. No. I just assume that that's the reason, but we don't actually know. That's the good thing, though. It gives you enough to make you put that point together without constantly... Without having to... Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. It gives you a resolution, not Let's the audience make their own choice, basically, on it. Yeah. During their battle, Tony Stark says, I'm sorry, Earth is closed today. And he also calls him Squidward, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Oh, God, that's so funny. That's good, weird. That's good, weird. As Wong fights Cole, trapping him in the Arctic with his sling ring. Oh, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> sling ring. Oh, my God. <laughs> Trust Wong to have a sling ring on <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Ebony Moore, a fierce telekinetic, successfully abducts Strange. Time stone in tow, unbeknownst to more, however, Iron Man and Spider-Man, who has granted his Iron Spider armor, managed to stir away on the ship. Um, before this, though, while Peter's swinging around, this was like one of my favorite lines. It's when Peter's kind of like, wants to know what's going on. And he says, what's this guy's problem, Mr. Stark? Uh, he's from space. He came with a steal a necklace from a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's it. Yeah. That's that is it. He's, he's talking about it's embarrassing perfect. it in front of the wizards as well. Oh, yeah. So he's calling it the wizards. It's, yeah. it's just poking fun at the ludicrous of magic. 
Iron Spider armor is brought out because Peter stowed away on the spaceship, even though Tony wanted to send him home. Yeah. And they're up in space now. And strange, even though he put up a good fight against, I want to say, Ebony Moore. Yeah. Gets captured, basically, and choked out. Mm. And taken aboard the ship. Right. So, like this film, he does so well. Now we move on to our next group of characters. Having survived the vacuum of space after the Statesman's blast, Thor is rescued by the Guardians of the Galaxy. So the Guardians have obviously answered the distress call of the refugee ship, correct? Yep. And Thor basically goes on their windscreen and opens his one eye. Yeah, I love it when Rocket's just like, oh, get it off, get it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wipers! Yeah. <laughs> And Groot's a teenager now. Yeah, so and he's all fucking. Yeah, and he's yeah. rude. And that, he's the music to bring them in was so good as well because it'd been doom and gloom up until there. Uh, like it was very heavy, yeah. and then a bit of the rubber band, man. That was... Yeah, it was. Yeah, you needed it. Yeah, you needed. Oh, yeah, you yeah. needed something to bring it up a little yeah, bit. It's well timed, and it's been a mm. hot couple of minutes since we've seen these because we watched these films back to back. Yeah, I missed the Guardians. Definitely. Me too. Yeah. So they take him aboard the Benatar, where Thor tells how Thanos to obtain the Space Stone and decimated Xandar, not Nova, to obtain the Power Stone. Gamora recounts how Thanos travelled from planet to planet, killing half the population of each and will do the same to the entire universe, should he complete the gauntlet by merely snapping his fingers. Um, when Thor's on the bed and all dead, Drax has a great line. Tiff, what is that line? <laughs> well, he's just <laughs> he's looking at Thor and he says, um, is this when he's still passed out? Thor? Yeah, Before really, he wakes yeah, up, yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, it's like a pirate had a baby with an angel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, but so, it's yeah. so true. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. like, um, Quilt Peter is just like all jealous. Oh, yeah, like, even Rocket's like you're one cheeseburger away from fat. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that point in it, he's double chin, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, then, god, again, they've got all these characters to use and they just ah, oh, they, they deliver their lines and their moments so well, they make the most of their minutes. Yeah, mm, definitely. Uh, and I love how Thor calls Rocket Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, thank you, sweet rabbit. It's just so funny. Yeah. And when um, Peter's like copying his accent, he... <laughs> yeah, his voice, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, "This is how I talk." <laughs> <laughs> uh, they figure that Thanos will be headed to nowhere in order to take the Reality Stone Collector. Thor decides to leave for Nidavellir. Who says that's not a real place? Isn't it, Peter? Ah, it's Rocket. Is it Rocket? Okay. Yeah, because yeah, he's heard of it but doesn't believe it's real. Oh, I thought it was just because of what it's called, Nidavellir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so as he intends to ask Tyrion Lannister to craft him a new weapon, Thor <laughs> leaves with Rocket Raccoon and while Star-Lord Drax the Destroyer and Mantis depart from nowhere. It says, farewell, morons. Yeah. And... <laughs> um, the Rocket and Thor partnership is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It just works just so well. All three of them, to be fair. Yeah. Mm. Even even though it seems obvious, Thor with the Guardians, I know it never crossed my mind. No. Obviously, no. 
how you make all these characters work you bring separate groups together this is perfect but you stick with the similar ones which is why i think they chose to put them together especially because it's kind of spacey yeah and it makes yeah. Sense, yeah easy transition isn't it yeah and thor speaks group they taught it in asgard it was an elective yeah is that like it's one of your options like, yeah essentially yeah um, one of the subjects you choose to take yeah you chose to learn Groot. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and another, I'd rather learn in the French, to be fair. Another good exchange with Rocket and Thor. This is Thanos was talking. Thor says, well, he's never fought me. Yeah, he has. Oh, he's never fought me twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking love Thor in this movie, honestly. It's good, yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, that's the first time we see Thor. But they got so much in there. You still get Thor being funny, but. He's been through some shit, man. He's yeah, yeah. He's got. Such he's completely. He's completely Even... broken. He's. He. Yeah. You know. He's. It's literally the only thing keeping him going is is to get Thanos. You mm. know. They recapped all people that. that died, didn't they? And like yeah. his, his father, his mother, his brother, his sister, his everyone's died. Yeah, and it's like, well, what more could I lose? Like that bit yeah. even got me like feels, man. Yeah, isn't that when Peter Quill says, "Well, I had to kill my." Yeah. <laughs> and I had to keep I got to keep both my eyes. It's like yeah. <laughs> Oh god, I love them. Okay, right. So then we jump again to Scotland where we've got Wanda and Vision, like playing happy families. And okay, so Vision's obviously evolving. He's changing, yeah. yeah. He's becoming more yeah. human essentially, would you say? Like, yeah, I think he's he's getting more well in touch that, with his human yeah. sort of elements part. Well, that's the beauty of the mind stone, is unless you see yeah. how the mind works, and obviously he can then have a mind of his own because obviously yeah. he's AI essentially. But then mm. to say he's a complex mix-up of various different personalities as well. So I mm. assume he's evolved uh, a vision penis, which he's. I'd <laughs> expect so. I don't think she's there. If if not, I don't know. So him and Wonder are, you know. Fucking, yeah, they're doing the dirty, <laughs> yeah, basically You're making the beast yeah. with two bags, yeah, yeah, <laughs> doing the inverted monster mash. Oh my god, let's talk about vision for a minute. So, when vision turns up in Age of Ultron, he's obviously <laughs> very powerful, badass mama jammer. Mm-hmm. And then we see him again in Infinity. No, Civil. Is that correct? Yep. And he's sort of there a little bit, but we don't see him again. And when do we see him after that? Uh, this one. Now, yeah. Yeah, now. So this is the third time. Okay. I feel like Vision peaked in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Power so- levels, yeah, you see a lot more of it in Age of Ultron, definitely, yeah. He was unnoticeable in Civil War, in my opinion. Yeah, it took a very back seat. Yeah. Even though he caused Brody to break both his legs. Yeah, was his fault. Yeah. But still established that Vision is a badass, really powerful in Infinity Star. I never forgot. So when the children of Thanos ambushed them, I'm glad that they did it from behind and they took Vision out yeah. early on because you have to because he's so powerful. He's a big player. Yeah, you've got to take that piece off the board. Mm. And that that's what this film does so well. It's the Avengers, like Hulk is sulking, so Hulk's not coming out. Vision's taken out. So 
two of those, if they had them, they probably would win this fight. Yeah. But the bad yeah. guys have like, just bashed them up, so it's quality. So anyway, while they're in Scotland, Vision is deeply weakened in the attack, while Maximoff barely manages to hold her own against both for silence. However, a train arrives, and you hear some <laughs> awesome music. <laughs> and here's our boy Cap standing yeah! on a train looking fit as fuck with his beard and long hair. He does look fit as fuck. That's the thing, he's, he's not Cap. Yeah, um, but he is. He's like he's a Steve Rogers. Cap. No, he gave up the mantle. Well, yeah, no, he's, he's Steve yeah, Rogers. He now. laid down yeah. the shield. He's Steve Rogers or no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nomad, yeah. But fucking book. loved it. Still yeah. gets me pumped every fucking time. Every time. Ah, oh, how good was the Rogers' arrival? Yeah, so good, so good. And Falcon and Black. And the way he catches like the fucking spear because she yeah. throws the spear at him, and it just goes poof, and it's like, yeah. oh. And he doesn't yes. even really do anything in this fight. No, either. like it's all Scarlet, it's all Black Widow, it's all Falcon and stuff. It's just yeah, Black Widow right. kicks some serious ass. She does. She sets up straight away in this film. Like she's definitely took into the whole second in command thing. You can yeah. definitely see that she's grown up and maybe taking more of a leadership role. After this fight, who says next time we'll kill, <clears throat> we'll kill you or we'll kill you, leave or we'll kill you or something? And she's like, you'll never get um, a chance. Yeah, yeah, Scarlett Johansson says it to that yeah. woman. Can't remember yeah. her name. Proxima yeah. Midnight. Yeah, the one with the really deep voice. She's like, "Don't <laughs> let, we do we we don't want to kill you, but we will." And she's like, "You won't get another chance." And then they beam up. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Basic. Thing you don't like her. I don't like her. She. I found yeah. her quite cheesy. That one. And, I didn't really. Yeah, there wasn't too much. To the CGI either. on her wasn't great. No. Hmm. So when Scarlet Witch and Vision see the attack in New York, she's standing outside a shop in Edinburgh. And the sign reads, we will deep fry your kebab. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. It's just oh, a little I thing. That. I saw. It's, a, it's a, obviously it's a long running joke in, in England and the UK, at least, that they'll deep fry just about anything up in Scotland. Yes. Because oh, of the okay. deep fried Mars bar, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever had a deep fried Mars bar? I have. Never. It's not that bad, actually. I'm not going to lie. I had to try it once. And yeah, it's quite nice. Ooh. We'll, we'll <laughs> never ever choose to have it again because I felt unhealthy just by looking at it <laughs> but yeah it was nice well they deep fried vision <laughs> so remembering how thanos destroyed half of her people and adopted her in the process uh so we're back with the guardians gamora's flashback mm. which was pretty sad now this was yeah, a was. bit i wanted to say about thanos and this was the third or fourth time i watched the film and the first three times I was almost rooting for Thanos because he's a cool bad guy. Hmm. This time around, he felt like the villain. And I don't know if yeah. my moral compass has changed or because I've seen it more than I've seen any other film. I I didn't like him in the right way, do you know? Yeah, yeah no, 100%. Me too. Yeah. Like, obviously, the, well, the first drive through, you, you're overawed by Thanos. And he yeah. very much dominates the screen and dominates the entire film during the first run through. But as you say, like, same with me. Like, he was, it was cool and, and I really enjoyed his moments, but his moments didn't mean as much to me the second or third or this time. Yeah, he, mm. he felt like a horrible bastard. Mm. Yeah. Which he's supposed to. Whereas before. Exactly. You're kind of like, yeah, Thanos is so cool. rooting for the bad guy, but this one not so much. Yeah, no. especially with the Gamora stuff when he's doing the balance of life. I'm like, you sick 
fuck. <laughs> yeah, I I couldn't help but think that. I thought this is so this is uncomfortable to watch. Like this is fucking awful. But yeah, no, that's yeah. how strange. Stockholm, I think it's yeah, yeah. Whereas I remember before thinking, oh, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But now I was like, let Kamora see her mum, you fucking weird bastard. <laughs> he, right, so then after we have this little flashback, Gamora makes Quill promise that he will kill her if she gets captured by Thanos. Although Quill was reluctant, Gamora makes him promise and swear on his mother. He eventually agrees to two share a kiss. And as they arrive on a deserted nowhere, the Guardians of the Galaxy witness Thanos violently interrogating the Collector over the location of the Reality Stone. Unfortunately, the group make too much noise and Thanos realises their presence. Gamora goes on the offensive, attacking and promptly defeating the Titan. Obviously, I've seen it a lot of times, but I remember the first time watching What? Like, Peter, yeah. Peter speaks for the audience and he's like, well, that was cool. Yeah. Ooh. However, the group discovers that Thanos has already acquired the reality and has been using it to cast a massive illusion. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just massive illusion, like massive pet. Like, yeah, anyway, he drops the illusion, revealing a burning nowhere and himself alive and well. Thanos has expected Gamora to come and fight him and is aware that she is the only person who knows the location of the elusive soul stone. <gasps> oh, dear. So, uh, the reality stone, obviously, yeah. cre creates an illusion. But mm. then, so if you created a reality, with, you could obviously live with that reality forever, but it wouldn't actually be and the real would carry on on the other side of it? This is what I, <laughs> I'm wondering, because I don't, I'm like, yeah, I get confused about it, because like, especially when he, you know, when he uses it to, like, twist up mantis and um, mm -hmm. chop up figgy drax into pieces and i'm like yeah so so are they really are they really like that or is this just a are we uh, just imagining this well that's in the comics, straight from the comics well, anyway yeah yeah but it just uh, yeah the reality stone i i don't really understand that much but also i think sometimes i've had to remind myself that i'm a 34 year old grown up and these films children watch as well Mm, yeah, true. There's bits when I want serious moments, and you've got to remember they're for kids. Like just like, <laughs> and I know, I know the Drax and the uh, Mantis thing is from the comics, but I was like, okay. and when Peter shoots the gun and bubbles coming, mm. but okay, yeah, you just got to remember it. We're adults. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get a job, you bum. <clears throat> okay. So Thanos. Uh, yep, we've said that. Thanos easily subdues Gamora. And despite his heartbreak, Quill pulls the trigger only for the gun to shoot bubbles. Thanks to Reality Stone, Thanos then teleports away. But he says that he likes Quill. Yeah. And even I was like, yeah, Thanos likes Quill. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did as well. I was like, yeah, he got daddy's approval. Yay. Yeah. 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 It counts. Thanos it is counts. Like the scariest dad in the world and he likes him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's how bad, could you not, it? though? <laughs> how, how a villain giving one of the heroes approval, like, it's good, it's like how Thanos likes him, so that it gives Quill that levels him up a bit, if you know what I mean, in the eyes of the villain, like you think. Yeah, like, definitely. Even though yeah. Quill's a bit of a clown, he's pretty badass, and Thanos gave him that approval. 
Mm. Crazy, crazy. So now we're back at the Avengers facility. James Rhodes discusses recent events with uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Thunderbolt Ross has been doing all right, hasn't he, really? Yeah, he didn't do too bad out of Incredible Hulk. He did better than Ed Norton. Yeah. <laughs> he did better than Betty as well. Oh, Betty! Betty! Oh, Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> love Thanos. Oh, my God. Theodore Ross is outraged at Vision's recent appearance. Is someone typing or crisps? I think James is eating. Not anymore. Right, sweet. Uh, Thunderbolt Ross is outraged at Vision's appearance. Rhodes counters that Vision is only missing because of the Sokovia Accords. Fucking Accords, just fuck off. In it. Which even now he regrets signing. You duh. Rogers, Wilson, Romanoff, Vision, and Maximoff arrive, and Ross demands they all be arrested. Yeah, fuck off. I just thought, you fucking hologram, you've got some brass balls. Yeah, good luck, mate. Good luck with that. Rhodes cuts off his transmission and act which will likely end his military career. That's who Thanos. Exactly. <laughs> who gives a fuck? Like, move on. Bigger Cap- fish to fry. And Cap says we're done hiding. Taking orders or whatever it was. I think he says we're oh, we're done taking orders, we're here or something. Oh like no, that. he says he says um I'm, I don't take orders or something, and he says, and I'm way past asking for permission. That's, That's it. it. Yay. Well remembered. Yeah. Banner, Banner emerges as well, sharing a brief reunion. But then Romanoff's like, hey, Bruce. And he bottles it again. Yeah, I know. Does. Like, you fucking left this chick, and she's, come on, man. Like, it's been two years. It's Black Widow, Bruce. Look at her. But then exactly. again, he, does, he doesn't remember the last two years, so he hasn't built up that time to miss her as such. Like, it's probably yeah, only but... about a week, two weeks. Still, Ragnarok. Still, yeah, but still, come on, man. Like, and all, you, all you, the best you can do is high or whatever he fucking says. Does he even say yeah, that? Mate, I'd be playing it for a chat around the fire pit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, not Brand a the fire. <laughs> Come on. I've got a text. We're above that here. <laughs> love it. Love it. For the record, I'm the only podcast host here that doesn't listen to it. Watch it, sorry. Yeah, because you suck. Anyway. <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> After bringing That's everyone it. up. Up to speed, Banner suggests calling Hawkeye, but Romanoff explained that he, as well as Scott Lang, are unavailable having surrendered themselves to the U.S. government, making deals to be placed under house arrest with their families. Really? Scott Lang? I get Hawkeye. I suppose it's... He's been a criminal It's an, it's an explanation, he's, isn't it? He, yeah. He's, everything's for his daughter. I think yeah. we established that in Ant-Man 1, that obviously he's trying to... His character be is to become the good guy, to be better, so that he can be there for his daughter. So he had to make that choice so that he could still get to see her. Yeah, and you can't have all the superheroes in this movie. Exactly. Yeah. You need to give some of them a break. Yeah. So, together, the team decides the Mind Stone must be destroyed, and Maximoff is the only member powerful enough to do so. However, in order to destroy the stone without killing Vision, Rogers suggests travelling to... Wakanda! Sorry. In Wakanda, T'Challa and Nakoye deliver a new vibranium arm to Bucky Barnes, who has recovered from his mental programming. The White Wolf. 
the White Wolf indeed. So they're off to Wakanda. Loving the hair as well, to be fair. Mm, yeah, Bucky looks looks good. It's crazy to think he was that epic Winter Soldier in the Winter Soldier, you know? I know, yeah. that seems like so long ago. It does seem like so long ago. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, crazy. Now he's just drinking rum in Wakanda. <laughs> exactly, and fucking tending to sheep, whatever he does. Oh, maybe he's shagging him. In <laughs> Stark and Parker successfully rescue Jane by blowing up. <laughs> oh, okay. This just blasts over. Peter oh. Parker, Spider-Man, who, let's just rewind a little bit, epically leaves the school bus, fights for a wizard, jumps on a spaceship, gets a new suit, gets in the spaceship, hmm. forges a plan based on watching Aliens, that really old movie, yeah. Oh, that's fun. And they blow a hole in the ship and Ebony Moore gets sucked out of the ship. Kind mm-hmm. of lackluster. Yes, considering I love how that, powerful um, he was, but also yeah. it, it gives Spider Man a good kill. Yeah. Yeah. Well he works. Oh, right, Sp- Sp- Spider Man's a killer? Well <laughs> I wouldn't miss. Squid Squidward deserved it, it's fine. Technically the vacuum of space killed him. Yeah. Yeah. While Strange Advocates returning to Earth, Dark suggests keeping the course set on Titan in an effort to keep an element of surprise over Thanos. Strange agrees, but warns Stark that he'll have to protect the Time Stone, even if it means sacrificing him and Parker. Yeah, Strange, we get it. Like, it's cool. Like, you, love yeah. your, you love your stone. But <laughs> Stark got his way, so chill, man. You always get his way. Yeah. <laughs> And Peter says, let me just say, if aliens want to eat one of you, I'm sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I don't want another single pop culture reference out of you for the rest. This is true. (laughs) It's so funny. Their relationship is just so funny. Yeah. Yeah. uh, When he makes him an Avenger, that was quite bad. Because Tony's like, he didn't want him to come. Shit, he's here. It might be the last thing I do. That was so deep. That was, mm. was quite touching, really. So, all right, it was. Because Tony was sad doing it, and Pete was all proud. Yeah. Did you say he didn't want him to be there? Like As much as he wanted him to become an Avenger at the end of his film, he, he chose not to. He, he says to him, I, I love it when Tony says, like, um, this is a one-way trip. Do you understand? Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he fully he immediately retorts with, um, what is it? Uh, you can't be a friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man if there's no neighbourhood. Yeah. He's like, that came out wrong, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it did come out wrong. Like, he's like, right, you know? Yeah. Like... Yeah. On the Sanctuary 2, Gamora tells Thanos that she does not know the location of the Soul Stone, liar, and calls her adoptive father insane for planning to exterminate Half-Life in all the universe. Mm. This is another little bit I liked about Thanos. When people, like, give him shit or disagree with him, the... Ah, oh, what's... You can see how frustrated he gets on his face that people don't understand. Yeah. He's like he's just like, how do you not get it kind of thing? He he believes so much in what he's doing. I, yeah, he does. I think that's what it is more than anything. It's his Josh Brolin does so well, like yeah. Thanos is brilliant. Yeah, it is. He informs Gamora that her home planet, Zen Waberi, has been thriving since he eradicated her population. As Thanos needs a soulstone to th- fulfill his goal, he reveals that Nebula is his prisoner. Thanos tortures Nebula in front of Gamora, slowly pulling her apart. Unable to bear it, 
Gamora reveals the soul stone is hidden on Vormir. It, I was quite surprised that it took Nebula being tortured for her to tell him. But I suppose she's got a bit of guilt with Nebula because it's... Yeah, yeah, they just made up in the end of Guardians 2, didn't they? Yeah, I was just going to say they had their little moment where she yeah. was like, I just wanted you to be my sister. So, that, yeah, I think she's she's softened, isn't she? Like, they've both sort of turned a corner yeah, built on. on their relationship and shit. And I, so. and I think it is mentioned as well that at some point, Green Nebula left the Guardianship to go kill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so that's where Nebula's been. Meanwhile, Thor, Rocket Raccoon and Groot landed where the forges have gone frozen and dark they encounter Eitri aka Tyrion Alistair now the only remaining dwarf where's the handle and he explains that Thanos ordered him to crippling the dwarf afterwards yeah he like welded his gold on his hands didn't he made it so nobody else could use his hands again and that that as well like Thanos is a badass Bad. He's evil, so yeah. evil. Smart too. Yeah, oh, yeah. extremely. He's clever, intelligent. He's got an idea. He's strong. He's got it all, but he's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he couldn't thaw. He, he crippled the dwarf, so he could not forge anything else. However, Thor convinces Itri that working together, they have the power to defeat Thanos. In order to do so, they plan on crafting a new weapon for Thor, Stormbreaker, a weapon that can summon the power of the Bifrost. On Sanctuary 2, Nebula manages to free herself and send a message to the Guardians imploring them, using an important message recorder to meet her on Titan. So, listener, to listen to the rest of our review of Infinity War, please download and listen to Popcorn Saga infinity war part two this is the end of part one download part two and we will pick up where we left off see you on the other side guys bye guys bye